Hello there, I'm Kiosteroni Beatmaker, and on this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast, we're going to be talking about not overreacting. We all struggle with overreacting to situations and moments in our life. Oftentimes, we feel in those moments that our reactions are justified, and with the ongoing pandemic that has sweeped the nation and the world, um... We're going to see people overreact tenfold for a variety of reasons and circumstances. Oftentimes, we feel in those moments that our reactions are justified, and maybe it is. But are you willing to carry the weight of the consequences for overreacting? Many of us are not. And especially right now, um, with everyone you know quarantined and isolated, Um, You're going to be spending a lot of time with your family, your significant other. So, and especially if you're not working and money is tight and you're part of a big family, um, tensions are going to be high. Um, People are going to be stressed. Parents are going to be frustrated, worried, anxious. Kids are going to be frustrated, worried, anxious, confused, um, you know, not being able to, you know, do their, you know, after school activities, sports, you know, hang out with friends, um, everyone, everyone's routine has been um, completely sidelined by this pandemic. And, um, you know, the reality is, is that when we react in a negative fashion, when we overreact, especially right now, Um, You're doing more harm than good to the situation. Um, It's not going to make things go any faster. It's not going to make a a vaccine happen any faster. Um, It's not going to make a lot of things happen any faster if you continue to just overreact about things. And we're seeing that in various areas of our country where people are overreacting in a very ignorant and illogical way to having to be um, self-quarantined and not working. Um, And, uh, you know, this is an overreaction on a large scale because I'm out of work. I would love to go back to work, but is putting the lives and the health of me and my fellow co-workers or even the elderly that we work with in danger? No, it's not worth it. And don't be surprised in these areas of the country where people have overreacted and the state governments give in to the overreaction and are confused by the way our federal government, but that's, I'm not going to get into all of that. But What I'm trying to say is that this overreaction that you're seeing on a bit larger scale in those areas of our country, they may see increased cases of the virus. So then they're doing more harm to our economy and to the well-being of everyone else. Um, And I'm just using that as an example of what happens when we overreact in a situation that needs 
time, patience, and understanding. And right now, in the current state of our world, in the isolation that we are dealing with, many of us are not going to be prepared or going to look forward to the consequences of overreacting with our significant other, with our children, with our family, because we're stuck with them. There's no, you know, going to your local gym or hanging out with your friends, whatever the situation is, you need to decompress when people have an argument with their kids or whatnot. You're not going to be ready for that because you're going to be seeing that person every single day, especially if you're not going anywhere. And there's always, especially now, there's going to be that punch of to the gut of guilt, embarrassment, and regret that comes with the aftermath of overreacting. And you can imagine that on a state level, if there are increased cases of people getting sick and more people die as a result because of states opening up too early, and then that affects the economy even more. So the, the consequences of that are, I think you can understand them. I think I've kind of laid them out generally as what those kind of consequences can be. Um, and it's no different that if you're in home and, you know, you're working from home, the kids are being obnoxious, you know, they're doing school online and it's hard and it's weird and it's difficult and it's challenging for everyone. And you end up snapping at your kids, cussing them out, whatever the situation could be. Most often than not, you have some time to kind of leave the house or they're not home you know, and you have everyone has some time to kind of regroup and then deal with the problem. But that's not going to be the case now because you're going to be seeing them all day. No matter how hard you try to avoid them, there's going to be that moment where you both end up going to the kitchen or the living room. Or if you're living in one bedroom apartment to the bathroom. <laughs> you guys are always going to run into each other no matter what. And then it's just going to be awkward. There's going to be that that lingering effect, you know, that, you know, we've all experienced when we overreact in a situation, whether it's with a group of people or just with one individual. Um, you know, the people who are human um, know how it feels, those emotions. Um, and if you don't feel guilty or embarrassed or anything like that from overreacting in a situation that did not need it to begin with, then I can't help you. You're on your own for that one. But I think that's just um, the problem is that right now we are faced with, you know, <laughs> this is a time of, this is a challenge for many relationships, um, old ones and new ones, for many families. You know, can we work together? Can we all communicate effectively without overreacting, whether it's regards to food, whether it's regards to bills, whether it's regard to school. I mean, we need to keep these things in mind um, because there's going to be no normal after this. I know people think things are going to go back to normal, but they're not going to. I hate to be the party pooper. But I'd rather get that out of the way 
And if you feel the need to overreact to what I'm saying after the fact, by all means, go ahead because it's the truth. And you're overreacting more so because you know that I'm right. And not in a condescending tone, not in an egotistical tone, but the reality is things are not going to be the same. You know, for example, I mean, Disney won't open their parks till 2021. I mean, you know, AMC movie theaters might go down. They may not open up theaters anymore until who knows when. I mean, think about that for stand-up comedians. When's it going to be time for them to actually do stand-up shows? When are people going to be comfortable with doing that? When are people going to stop wearing masks? What kind of laws are going to be implemented? I mean, there's so much we don't know. What if this continues past the summer when September rolls around and... The flu season starts up again. I mean, you know, this is this is a time to really test yourself. Are you a person that is willing to be patient, to listen, to breathe, and then react? Or are you just going to immediately react, overreact, and have a ripple effect that a ripple effect that cascades? I don't, you know, I'm not an expert, you know, and everyone's personal lives and families are different, but I think we all know um, that nothing good comes out of overreacting. And if something good comes out of it, I mean, that's, um, I guess you're fortunate. (laughs) Most people, they don't really luck out in that manner. But, you know, all I'm trying to say is that if we don't really practice the art of being mindful, if we don't practice being self-aware right now during these times, I don't know what's going to happen in the future for many people. You know, when this is all said and done, you know, how, how are people going to perceive themselves and the world around them? You can either grow, you know, or you can remain stagnant. That's your choice. Um, But, you know, if you're going to put other people's health and yours at risk because you don't agree with what's being implemented to protect you and other people, then you're overreacting in an irrational manner and shame on you. That's uncalled for. It's bigger than you. That's something I learned very early on in my life. And part of the reason why I try hard never to overreact in situations. I'm only human, so yes, it's going to happen. But I may be self-aware in those moments to pull myself back. Or at least acknowledge um, my behavior, which many people don't do when they overreact after the fact. They try to justify their behavior. And hell, you can be feeling mad guilty about the way you reacted, but you're still feeling defense defensive. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys. This is the world that we are living in right now. And we really need to be self-aware. We need to be self-aware about our health. We need to be self-aware about our environment. I mean, we've all seen the changes in the environment 
and how it's had a positive effect to air quality, to nature. I mean, it's incredible to see what happens when we all just stop. I mean, it seems like Mother Earth needed this. Just a little, you know, little vacation from all the bullshit that we be giving her. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I'm just trying to say that we really need to be mindful of those kind of things. Because when we overreact, we we hurt more. Not because of the situation or the actions of the or the words, it's because, you know, we're most likely hurt by someone we care, especially when we overreact, whether it's with your parents, loved ones, someone we love. In some instances, that hurts more than the action towards us. You know, because, you know, your father or your husband, your wife, whoever, your significant, they can give you some advice. And it may be the cold, hard truth. And it hurts. So you overreact because you know it's the truth. You're, you are trying to save face. You don't like hearing the truth. We've all been there. We've all have behaved in that manner. And, and that's what I was talking about when it comes to the guilt and the embarrassment and the regret is most often than not, our reactions to situations are because of how we personally feel. It's selfish. Like I said, like I said, it's bigger than us, bigger than you. And obviously, when we react, we don't see that. Some of us do after the fact, like I was talking about myself and many other people out there, but most of us don't. So how does that, how does that work in a larger scale? I don't know. How do we get certain areas of our country to realize that opening up right now to, I understand because of the economy, but it's not like they think they can fix the economy overnight. And the, you know, the economy is never going to be the same after this. Hopefully if we change our priorities, we can save face and avoid something like this happening again, or at least have the necessary institutions and professions and everyone else supplied and having funding to study and how to combat these situations. But maybe in a different timeline. Because, <laughs> you know, in overreacting, the, the goal, the end point in overreacting really is um, you wish to return the same hurt that we're feeling in that moment from the person who is making us overreact. You know, it has nothing to do with defending ourselves or our feelings, but to make that other person hurt as much as they hurt us, even if what they're doing is a positive thing, it's a healthy thing for us. We've all reacted to people giving us good advice, being supportive, all right, doing their job as friends, as parents, as loved ones. We've all overreacted and said things to make them hurt. Because we know they're saying this truth to speaking the truth to us. Sometimes the truth hurts. Most often than not, it does. And what do you do when you get hurt? What does any normal person do when they get hurt? They react. They want to hurt the person back. And you know, 
you know, I dealt with that a couple months ago um, with a relationship because I spoke the truth to them. And I said it in a very kind and honest manner. And they didn't take the truth well, which I should know from past experiences. But they reacted and they said things to hurt me on purpose. Um, and whether or not they're going to realize the error in their ways, whether or not they're going to learn from their mistakes. What I'm trying to say is that like, when we overreact, all the growth and the work that we've done on ourselves becomes undone. And And you just hurt more. I don't care how confident you feel. You're burying all of that hurt underneath the confidence and whatever reasons why you needed to behave that way. All, and you give yourself all these excuses to justify and bury that, that embarrassment and that hurt. And the lesson that's there that you're unwilling to learn. But that is part of being human. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you can choose to be a good person. You can choose to be a good human or a bad human. It's all up to you, you know. But no matter what course you take, just know and understand the consequences of overreacting and uh, be prepared to deal with them. Whether you acknowledge what you did was wrong or you double down on how you reacted. Deal with the consequences. Accept them. Face value. Don't bullshit yourself or anyone else. You know, life is choices. You got to live with the choices you make. You can't make excuses for them because you made those choices. No one pushed you to it. In certain cases, yes, but I'm talking about life in terms of who you are as a person and how you are going to choose to react in situations, how you are going to choose to treat people, how you choose to take constructive criticism. Because a lot of people cannot handle constructive criticism. And when they get constructive criticism, they react. They overreact. They get defensive. They condescend. It's, it's exhausting, honestly. It really is. It's exhausting. And if you're a parent, I don't know how you deal, deal with it. Because when I look back at the way I reacted to my mom when she gave me constructive criticism, I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? But I was a kid, so I have to remember that. Learn from your mistakes. A lot of people don't want to learn from their mistakes. I get it. It's hard. It's difficult. 
And it uh, can sometimes leave a lingering taste, a lasting effect. It takes a while to overcome. I get it. But seek help. Counseling. Nothing wrong with it. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Because maybe they had a bad experience, but they're not you. And that's another thing. People aren't you. They don't think like you. They don't feel like you. So overreacting because they don't see it from your perspective is unnecessary. And remember, when it comes to overreacting, most of the time, it's a reflection of who you are as a person. It has less to do with the individual situation. And that's something that people need to be mindful about. Because it's about you. It's about how you react. And people see that. That's how people will remember you. You know, even with first impressions, it doesn't even have to be with first impressions. You know? Because some people are like, oh, well, maybe he was just having a bad day today, you know. But if they keep on seeing, you know, the similar behavior, you're always overreacting towards friends, family, all the time. They're going to catch on. And they're like, oh, okay, this is not a person that I want to associate with. They're clearly not a healthy person. Because if you're always constantly overreacting, you're not a healthy person. Mentally, spiritually, you're not. Not even physically. You can be in great shape. There are plenty of people who are in great shape who mentally are not healthy and their their body feels it. Your spirit, your bones. You know, if anything, if you want to, if anything you take from this, I would say during these times, practice the art of reacting without reacting. Practice the art of reacting without reacting. Which brings clarity towards your current state of being. And this is just from my own personal experience. It may sound like something Yoda would say, but you will feel more proud of the inaction you took rather than the self-destructive action. You'll be proud that you reacted without reacting. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast. If you would like to support Ronin Art and Music, please feel free to check out my Patreon page. It's patreon.com dash Beatmaker. And uh, please check it out. I would love any support that you guys are more than willing to get to give. Um, check out my several uh, subscription tiers that I have. And um, please, just any support would be great. Um, it would really help to make Ronin Art and Music grow and expand because I have a lot of projects in the works and any help to make them become a reality would be fantastic. Again, that is Ronin Beatmaker on patreon.com and i hope you guys have a fantastic week stay positive stay focused stay true and much love